This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep your hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mr. If you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. AKA the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? I think I did something wrong with this live shit because I only see me. I only see you. You, oh, I got a uh, request. I got to yeah, accept me, Monik. My bad. I had to, I got to put you in there. All right, All right. Now we in there. Because it's only shop talk when it's both of us. Yeah. And it's your man Dame going wild. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Uh, welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode one fifty one. No, it's one fifty two. Last week was one fifty one. Uh, yeah, one fifty two. Yeah. yeah, episode one fifty two. We back. Uh, what's on you hoes? Yeah, <laughs> and we live right now. Yeah, we live. We doing a little bit of something different. We live on uh, IG. Maybe we'll start to incorporate this into the show a little bit more. Yeah, f- facts, facts. Uh, not the whole show because you niggas got to listen tomorrow. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, we, I dropped the episode on Tuesday. I dropped a little surprise episode. You did for your, in celebration of yeah. your birthday. It was, how a, was your birthday? Man, it was good, man. I had a, I had a pretty decent time. We had know? a lot of laughs and jokes at your birthday dinner. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, niggas was fooling. Like in real life, I had a, uh, I felt out of place. I didn't get the memo that everybody had to wear Yeezys in order to eat. It was in Yeezy. order to break bread with <laughs> your dinner. It was Yeezy season. Yeah, you know I was. I'm. I'm still in the. I'm still in the. The RoboCop boot and, <laughs> and a Timberland to help balance my shit out. Straight up, but and look, everybody else got on Yeezys. It's dope, man. But like, I've been walking like normal for like a week, week and a half, with like no pain or nothing. I'm kind of scared to run, but like. I'm you back. should probably take it slow. I'm back, yeah. Or put an ace bandage on there like I recommend it. Uh, I'm good with the ace bandage. But uh, I've been pretty good. So next week, you know, I'll try to do a little bit like jogging. Do you have some back. good running shoes? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I'm I'm just worried about your arts. You know what I'm About your support, nigga. But uh, I had a pretty cool, cool, cool. Uh, whenever the niggas get together, it's like complete hilarity. It was. And I appreciate you inviting me out because, you know, like you have homeboys, but then yeah. like your homeboys have like their own crew yeah. of niggas that they hang with. And granted, I know a lot of them niggas, you know, through you, but it's just a, a different, yeah, yeah, you know, different setting. And like to finally meet, like finally meeting Homer. Like I heard the name before, oh, yeah, you ain't but I had never met him. 
Yeah, yeah. And so, like, when we met each other, it's like, all right, I already know kind of who you is. Yeah, that's dope, man. So it's good shit. Homer being, shout out to Homer. He listened, he been listening, you know what I'm saying? And his little brother. So shout out to them, too. Um, Had a good time at a Hopcat. Yeah, for sure. And then, like, on, on my actual birthday, man, I went down to um, Going Up Tuesdays, comedy joint. How was it? Uh, me and Muddy went down there. Uh, I think it was good. But I don't remember because I was You're fucked drunk. up. Like, okay. I was really fucked up. You didn't have to work Wednesday, did you? No, I didn't work all week, man. Okay. Uh, me and Ant had recorded This Week in Culture on Tuesday, and the 40 guy brought in 40s. Of course. I saw he bought in Steel Reserve. Yeah. So, you know, we smashed the 40s, and then went down there and started drinking some Hennessy, 40 ounces and Hennessy's and, and other drinks. That shit, and it, I don't remember. Did you get somebody pregnant? Uh, I don't remember. I and it was so. a, uh, it was a, I had a, somehow I got a flat tire that night. I was so fucking drunk. You didn't catch another DUI that night, did you? No, okay. I did not. I don't even, re- I did not. Okay. That's all that matter. I got home safely and, uh, stumbled inside of the house. But we got a way out of our DUIs now. Shout out to Officer Hollins. Gonna get us off. I don't, think, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's supposed to say that. I don't think that. No, I don't think no. that's the case and shit, man. Yo, but shout out to her because she was in the paper. Yeah. We was uh talking back and forth via DM, and she was talking about how her whole fucking day was engulfed in that uh that so a car ran through a window or some shit. Like yeah, that. ran through a window at CCS. I don't know what CCS is. A uh, college for creative studies. It's the art college downtown. Oh. Who knew? I I knew. I've taken classes there. Oh, all right. You treat what kind of art? I mean, nigga, I still. You know, I was an art student at Cass. No, I don't think I know that. Okay. I was too. No, for real, I was in commercial arts at Cass. So I spent. What you, What you mean? No, for real. Like I was too. Okay. Well, I mean, you didn't stay there that long <laughs> to really take the curriculum classes. <laughs> <laughs> but my, oh shit! Well, my diploma. There two years. Eh? My diploma says commercial arts. Like I know how to draw, paint, Me charcoal. Too. Like I do. I still paint. I. You know what? I only painted a few times, but uh, I was cold with the pencil and pen, of course, and I'm cold with charcoal. Um, but uh, yeah, we did the whole little calligraphy. Did the photography. Did the silk screens. Mr. Willard, you know yeah. what I'm saying, looking like Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Shout out, Mr. Willard. Let me smoke bong in his classroom. He seemed like some shit he'd do. Yeah. He he showed me how to carve out an apple and make it into a ball. Wow. A lot of things in DPS. Facts. (laughs) Uh, But how how was your week, man? Uh, Week was chill for the most part. I can't even complain, man. I wish, you know, I can get out this boot soon. You know, hopefully another. Soon come. Yeah, hopefully another two weeks. I'm telling you, I'm going to get the best pedicure that money can buy. <laughs> and I'm going to throw on the... Cr- I got a pair of Air Maxes sitting in the box that I caught on Air sale. Air what? Uh, them, them new ones. Them 870s, I think. Yeah. I caught them. I caught some on sale. I got them sitting in the box. And damn it, once I get this pedicure, I'm going to slide right into them bitches. That's what's up. I can't wait. That's what's up. But this, this shit is getting... Like, <laughs> so... In my personal life, I'm a very clean motherfucker. Okay. Like, as far as, like, my personal hygiene. I shower twice a day, shit like that. But it's I can't do that because I got on, like, this boot yeah. up underneath this shit. And it don't matter how good I wrap it up, how much tape I put on this motherfucker. Like, it still get a little bit of moisture to it. 
this motherfucker stinks. <laughs> and I can't wait to get this. Like, it don't matter how clean you are. <laughs> like, just imagine wearing a sock for three weeks that you just can't change. <laughs> the bitch stank. And I can't wait to get this motherfucker off my foot. Yeah, man. That's not what's up. <laughs> nah. I can't wait for you to get that shit off, too. Yeah. yeah. That shit starts seeping through. Um. So, look, man. Um. I've been following this Nipsey shit, right? Okay. Cause I can't do anything else. Uh, it's been like three weeks and it still feel like yesterday. So, you know, I forgot to talk about it last week, but the, uh, oh boy, the gentleman that was with him that also got shot too, you know, they had, uh, violated him. Yeah. Sent him back to jail. Yeah. Had him in it. He picked him up from his halfway house while he was in his wheelchair and was about to put him in. Um, but yesterday, um, via pressure, on the DA and his uh, case officer, they released him. Good. You know what I mean? So, like, something good came out of that. But the, It wasn't like he was out there banging or doing something wrong. He got out of jail. He trying to go see his homie. Did you? Because, you know, he did a little interview with uh, Big U. I didn't about, say that. About 15 minutes. It was via the phone. And um, it's more questions now, though. Because now, remember, the narrative was like, oh, Nip. Uh, got a call from his homeboy who just got out and everything. Yeah, that's not happening. That didn't happen like that. First of all, this nigga 56 years old. He just did 26 years. Fuck. Nips is 33. Y'all not homeboys. You know what I'm saying? And he been out for seven months. So it wasn't like the, the day of this story or whatever. Oh, that's that, that add a little, add a little, little fog to it. Yeah. And my man was like, he didn't even know Nip was there. He saw him out there. He went up to the store or whatever. And he was in the store. Trying to get a shirt and the shirt wasn't his size. It was like, I don't know. And then go ask Nip. Went outside and was talking to Nip. And then that's where everything happened. So this whole theory about he went up there specifically for this shit, like that didn't happen. So now I was See, like. I just don't. That's not what I want is a whole bunch of cloudiness to this story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't I don't want it to turn into the. Into one of them situations where it's a lot of muddling. It is. And though, the bullshit. Because we just took. Whatever these narratives was, and we took that shit as fact. We took it as fact that there was an altercation that was there, right? But from hearing it's like it wasn't like an altercation like that. It was like my man came up and Nip was kind of like, well, he asked him to do a song or do some music or some shit like that. He was like, well, you can't, you got paper. We, we heard that, you know what I'm saying? You was doing this and this and this. And allegedly, you know, he seen he was kind of like kind of defeated or whatever. So he was like, but. If you bring your paperwork up back up here, kind of clean your name up, you know what I'm saying? We can connect. I help you out. We'll do whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they shook hands and they like embraced. So that's probably why when he walked back up, it wasn't. I'm not on. A, I'm not on high alert. I'm not yeah. reaching for guns. Because like if I dismissed a nigga up there and I know I don't got no security and I, I, I ran a nigga off the block. You're moving a little bit different. Yeah. I wouldn't just be out there chilling and shit. So all this shit is wild. There's some niggas out there breaking down this granny footage. Who make compelling arguments, but the footage show granny that I can't really. But you know, we we've seen them those pictures of the the cameras right behind, right in front of the marathon store. Like yeah. I wonder if or when we're ever going to see what that footage looks like when they go to court, because Nip and his family and everybody they own all that stuff because they own the whole complex. The video that we've been watching is from the shell across, across the, the street. street. Yeah, so like. Nip's family is not about to put no high definition video out there of his murder. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I? 
and it's an active investigation. So why would I just leak all the information? Now they talking about the niggas. I don't believe none of this stuff, by the way. I think his defense team probably leaking information. Tomorrow he get paid seventy five thousand dollars by the government to kill him and all. Like I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't even want to. I don't even yeah. want to start walking down that road. Uh, but man, I've just been listening and, and trying to follow as much as I can, and I, I, I got more questions than I had answers because I don't understand now. I mean, I'm sure when it goes to trial, some of those questions may be answered. Yeah. It's still a sad state of affairs, man. It definitely is. What though. I do like though about Nipsey's family uh, shutting down all that crowdfunding. That these babies is gonna be straight. We don't need. What you think about that? Because I don't, I don't, I don't view it the same way. I think as a man, if you put, like, I know for me being a father, you know, I have life insurance policies in place that if something ever happens to me, that my kids would be straight. Let me ask you this. Yeah, you got stuff. Kids gonna be straight. Um, in in the case of your untimely demise, I set up like, look, I want to raise a hundred thousand dollars. For damn kids, it's gonna be extra. Like it, people will have a problem with that. I don't think they should have a problem with it. But I've done. Like I always looked at it. Like I never wanted to be the nigga when I die. Motherfuckers had to have car washes and fucking fresh fish fries in order to put me under the ground. Like I who didn't. Else, who the fuck got an extra twenty thousand dollars laying around on a on a random day? Sometimes a, a funeral costs that much. Like nigga, like I get it. You know what I'm saying. I just didn't want, I never, I always followed the the regard that I didn't want to be a burden on my family at the time of my death. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want, not to say that my babies need to come up, but like, I want them to be able, like, if this is the last thing that daddy can give to you, like, this is what I want to give to you. Here, take whatever this amount is and go ahead and continue on with your life. Make sure that you don't have to worry about Certain shit. Make Reggie, sure your mama don't have to worry about certain shit. Reggie Bush, I, I, I gather, is a very intelligent person, uh, and kind of he was like, he like nigga, why you think? First off, why would I go all of my way to do all this extra shit if I didn't get permission? He like nigga, I got permission from Lauren or her family or whatever to go proceed with this. Now Karen Silva come out like, no nigga, we don't need your money. Like, I wasn't trying to say say like you needed it, but when Jay Z allegedly put up 15 million everybody was like oh shit look at him that's my brother blah blah yeah, blah yeah, yeah. somebody else do some shit like no nah, nigga we don't need no charity how come it ain't charity when jay do it but it's charity when when old boy do it like uh, come on fam like jay-z is looked at as a more revered and respected figure reggie bush is reggie bush I mean Reggie Bush. Maybe he's some out in Cali. He he sent him a couple hundred meals. I mean, like, what's wrong? We don't know that. We don't know that. No, nigga, you know what his contracts were in the NFL. That, but nigga, like, you that, know what Jay Z is worth. That kind. Con- wait, 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 wait. You know what Jay Z has been worth for what his companies are worth. I'm. He might. <laughs> Reggie Bush might got more liquid than. Jay. But that contract language is convoluted. They 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 front bill. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas worry about getting the guaranteed money because NFL contracts aren't fully guaranteed. So they may say Reggie Bush signed for 120 mil, but, but know, only 25 million is guaranteed. But, his career, but he's left those teams. We know how much that, what, what he got. Like, it's not, it's not a secret. It's not a, you know what I'm saying? We know what the Lions gave him. You know how long he stayed here, what the tra- contract was. You know what I'm saying? We know what the guaranteed is. Like it's taxes, expenses, baby mamas. I'm pretty sure you can figure out how much more, 
how much liquid that Reggie got before you can figure out how much liquid Jay got. Probably so. Because like when Jay, we count Jay money as far as what Rock Nation is worth. I don't got that liquid. Like I'm just because Rock Nation worth a hundred mil. I don't have a hundred mil unless I sold it. You know what I'm saying? But long story short, uh, I don't like if you didn't have permission to do that. Then maybe, that seems a little contrite. You know what I'm saying? But like people were so offended because it was GoFundMe. Like something happened with the term GoFundMe. It's like, fam, what, what do you do when you short? You reach out to your family, your friends, or your community, nigga. This is a digital way to do that. Like, every- I just don't, I just don't want to have niggas have to bury me through GoFundMe. Like, I just didn't. I, don't, I don't want that stigma attached with it. I get it, but when you got to ask the auntie in your family who got all the money to pay for it, it's still the stigma because that's what somebody in the somebody in the family got the money, and when somebody in the family passed, you don't you don't want to see them just get. Thrown in the regular brown box and going to the to a ward of the state or something, and somebody in the family step in, front the money or whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But like, let's not act like we don't live in the city of Detroit when a, the the median income is like twelve thousand. Like, nigga, you don't got an extra, you don't got ten, period, or a year, or to, to, to turn your nose up like, oh my god, you asking for help? Yeah, nigga, because the whole city poor. Like, don't act like y'all. Well, let me just tell the Bradley children <laughs> that when daddy drop kicks the motherfucking bucket, you know what I'm saying? Take me on down to Swanson's, had them cremate me. Y'all split up the rest of the money. Everybody get the same shit. Like, I don't I don't need no, I don't, you know, y'all can burn me up. LeBron me in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle like, me on PA and just call no it a money. day. Yo, don't spend no money. You know what I'm saying? You're not looking at my body. So it's going to be a nice little picture. Whatever my current <laughs> IG profile <laughs> picture is. Put that <laughs> put your birthday picture up. Put that bitch on there on the easel. You know what I'm saying? Y'all tell some jokes and have some fun because that's what I be doing. You know what I'm Remember saying? that time Jason was searching for trannies on Google? Facts. Because you know what? <laughs> Facts. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Man. Hey, you walk right into it. Facts. <laughs> Facts. Time out. We was talking about a, a subject that we about to talk about on the podcast, and while we were searching, I was like, "Fuck, I don't want this in my on my search history and shit." But like, when you go to funerals, it don't really get. Um, I mean, the whole thing is sad, but it really turns up when they close the casket, when they remove yeah. the flowers or whatever. Yeah. So I don't even want my shit ever to be open. Um, just put that picture up there because that's emotional. That is that finality of yeah. the moment, yeah. like. Low key, y'all can just roll the display. This not mine. I'm not even in there. Just roll the <laughs> this display. Just a display <laughs> roll the display out that bitch for a couple of minutes. You know what I'm saying? Just to, so this bitch don't look empty up here. And uh, you know, get these jokes off. Tell niggas about that one time I did that one thing to that one nigga, and then how everybody else reacted to laugh, and then you know, wrap this shit up. But I won't, I'm with it. You know that what I'm saying? Give me a dope. Don't make it a long, drawn out affair. Give me a nice little hashtag. You know what I'm saying? And you make sure when they take me out in my urn, they play Boosie, wipe me down. No, you got to go on a better song than that, dog. B O O S I E. What's the song, fam? That's the song? Really? Wipe me down. That's trash, dog. I think it's something better. I don't know what song it would be, but it got to be something better than Boosie. Boosie is the Tupac of the South. No, the fuck he not. You better ask around. Niggas love Boosie. I don't give a fuck who you ask or who you love. Nigga can... <laughs> what? If anybody gonna be a Tupac of the South, it's Scarface. Okay. I was thinking maybe Gucci. 
what? Man, look, we like maybe these. That, maybe that might be a good. Listen, we like these niggas as personalities, but these niggas trash as far as rapping goes and as far as making albums or making music. Like, they trash. Fair enough. Like, give me Not a. Not face. Uh, Not face, because he's a he's a motherfucking glass. Let me see if Wack is still in this. <laughs> D. Mayor said, "I can't go out. The bo- <laughs> no. I can't go out the boosie. You cannot go out the boosie, dog. Like it gotta be some cold shit on there. You know what I will go out to? The same shit that I say will be my intro intro music to wrestling <laughs> to everything is Tupac can't see me. Like y'all, even even after my device, y'all niggas still can't see me." I can't go out to natural boy killers. <laughs> it just doesn't, <laughs> just doesn't feel good to end the funeral with, hey, with like, them horns. Man, I had tweeted earlier. That's not like I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I tweeted earlier today. You know how they be like nobody, and then they be like me. I really do randomly busting out. Just be like, I ain't nothing like you fucking rap niggas like all the time, dog. They be been on the it's a great song. Yeah, man. So look, man, there was a a video that made it to Worldstar this week. You get a chance to watch it. Of course. It's a video. I watch Worldstar so much. Uh, and I'm a nigga that still like fight videos. I watch them. So I'm going to put the, the, the link to the video in the description notes or whatever so you can see it. But I instantly know this was a Coney Island. So I'm like, oh, this nigga, these niggas in Detroit. Yeah. And then I seen a nigga walk in. With a U of M jersey, I mean U of M sweater on, like niggas is not wearing U of M sweaters like in any other state, yeah, other than Michigan and shit. So was it at Grandy's? I don't know which Coney that was. Okay, because I'm I was pretty certain it was. I'll be honest, man. I ain't been inside of a hood Coney in quite some time. I try to avoid. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'll be out at night, and I don't, you know, but I don't I did, want situations like this. I did take my son to Nikki D's. For lunch after we left court like a week ago. Uh, which Nikki D's? Six Mile, Illinois. Mm. Uh, that was D. Mary said that was the L. George's. Okay. Um, but look, uh, so the shit started off niggas aggressive, like fuck you saying then, nigga, and like the nigga on the right. I can tell, like on a normal day, he sleep niggas, cause that first shot hit my man. <laughs> And I ain't sleeping. He just made him tired, though. <laughs> the nigga ain't go order. Well, that was a big motherfucker. They was fighting. It w- that was a good punch, though. Like he, it was. He he he, he took a nap. Normally, like, he took a nap on his feet for about fifteen seconds, and then he shook that good shit five off. Five seconds. Then he start waking up. And, and see, that's the thing. When you hit a nigga with everything that you got, when you hit a nigga with your best shit, and he, it don't knock him off his feet, he was expecting a nigga to fall. Yeah. So then my man kind of just fell onto him, and so he ain't really get the punches. So his mans, who didn't really want to fight, he came in kind of like moving around, and then my man was in the the bright yellow, green, or shirt, whatever. He started kind of like waking up, so nigga jumped on the table. I'm like, oh, he about to stump him out. I'm like, all right, he got yeah. his man back. It just didn't work out that way. Now, he... It's got to be both. Both niggas got to be about it. Yeah. We, we got to be in this shit together. And he was swinging like one punch at a time. Like, no, fam, you got to unload on this on your target yeah. and like keep going. Aim for the same spot in the Because it was face. two of them. They could have they could have feasibly took that big. Aim for the same spot in the face and just keep going. Like, boom, he'd have he'd slept. He would have been gone. You know what I'm saying? Or while he elbows and anything, fam, like you don't watch wrestling. Like, I don't know. Don't he did, TV. but he, he didn't want to. He didn't want to be involved. So he didn't long story short, big fella took his shirt off and looked around the room and shit like, you know what time it is, right? 
time to punch in because I got work for you niggas. Hey, look, this nigga literally was like, you know what time it is, right? And why, wash both these niggas like by himself, by himself, one at a time. And then they tried to jump on the shit, but like it was done with. They, by, the, by the time they tried to jump, he had already gave them their money's worth. Fact. So let me go whoop this nigga up a little bit. Whoop this nigga over here a little bit more. Let me come back. And he's going back and forth. But I tell you what, dog. Uh, like no, the third time he went back, he hit this nigga so fucking hard, dog. I'll be honest. He would have killed me with this punch. <laughs> like I would have just died. So lifted into the air. Uh, little Boosie wiped me down. Start playing. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? This no, nigga, because me and you would have been at the corner. It had been something different. I would have shot that big motherfucker. Listen, dog. This is what we're going to get to, though. He punched the nigga, and his his feet came off the floor, and his mouth was instantly bloody and shit. You know what I'm saying? And, like, then people start. Somehow the ambulance pulled up and shit. They're like, He'd been fighting niggas for years. Yeah, so they left. Everybody came in with their cameras and shit, and everything was, you know what I'm saying, kind of got settled or whatever and the niggas who lost got daps from the niggas who was there like hey nigga uh fights happen i mean literally fights do happen yeah i'm glad it ended that way inside of another way but like in real life um i'm too i'm too old to be wrestling around with big niggas now granted i'm six feet tall i'm 218 pounds but i'm not wrestling around with these niggas yeah one or two things is gonna happen I'm going to take my L and just walk out and leave or somebody going to get shot. And I'm not really trying to stay in the county for a couple of weeks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why they hash that shit Why out. Why they hash that shit out. Fam, it's okay to ball out. You know what I'm saying? Hey, tempers are tempers are flaring. But it's a lot for your ego to bow out in that type of situation. I mean, I got At the county, in your hood. Like, what's the, what's the popping county on Joy Road? L. George's. I'm just saying, like, you you going to just walk away? You just going to walk away? Yeah. I, I mean, at this it point. It sounds good. At it this sounds point good. Life, you got to, it's cost benefit now. Like, unfortunately, this morning, 9.30 in the morning, on uh, uh, Seven Mile Grash at the villa, two niggas got into an argument, nigga got shot and killed. Nine o'clock in the morning. This nigga body on Facebook and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas got him on Snapchat and shit like that, like. Somebody needed to. I don't know what happened in that situation. I wish cooler heads would have prevailed and somebody walked away. Because ultimately, like that's the that's the outcome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I wish somebody would have walked away because they are they allegedly there was an argument inside the inside the store, and then they took it outside. Somebody ended up getting killed, and it's fucked up that if that's one of your loved ones, you gotta be scrolling on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. You I already see, see they. You know but I mean, we've seen this happen. Like I remember when Doughboy Rock got killed. You know, I saw his dead body on Facebook before the news yeah. confirmed. You know what was going on? Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up, man. So the reason I brought this up situation and shit up is because um, uh, Ti and um, Kodak have been going a little verbally going back and forth since this Nipsey shit. T.I. kind of previewed a possible diss track, you know what I'm saying? And then, while Kodak was here in the city last week, last Saturday, he had a concert. He dropped the diss track. Expeditiously. Expeditiously. Shout uh, out to everybody that went to Cast Tech, because by default, you yes. know what that word means. Facts. Uh, what'd you think of the track? I'm not a big fan of Kodak Black's music. Not either. I mean, he got a couple... 
I don't get the I don't get the allure. Yeah, like to me, I I've heard people say he can rap, but like I just I don't have enough interest to to find it or listen to it. Like I don't I, I don't see the thing that got everybody hooked that we gonna keep putting up with all of the distractions. Like I, I haven't seen that thing yet. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not. I don't care nothing about nothing that Kodak Black does. Um, he got pretty disrespectful in the song. It's a diss song though. Um, talking about his wife, talking about uh, that's an easy target though. Talking about tip and tips, <laughs> snitching. Talk about his children, called them slurs. Um, and then he was tweeting, telling uh, T. I like man, you forty four years old, and your daughter like twenty something. You gonna leave me alone? I'm gonna put some dick in her, and and she filing the motherfucker too, and all this extra shit like. So now, it it became to a point where like, all right, look, Ti, you probably need to bow, not because like you scared of him or you can't rap better than him or no shit like that. It's like this shit. What's is, it gonna escalate to? This next? gonna escalate somewhere because right now he didn't cross the line. I don't want. I want parent. I mean, I don't want spouse, spouse kids, kids. All I'm nine. singling out your daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like it's been went past that, and we, you know, you got a a, a, a reputation to uphold, whatever. Like. If it go any like where else can it go? At this point, you need to be the niggas in the one of the niggas in the coney and just walk out. Cause this can't he gonna trick you off the streets, fam. You didn't had enough run-ins with a with authority and all other shit. Like, what's the outcome? And is it worth it? You done lost one of your homeboys to to violence in the streets. You lost one of your homegirls' mate. Cause I don't even know that they was friends like that. Fair enough. I'm talking about Big Phil now. Oh, that. Okay, yeah, definitely. definitely. Uh, I don't know, man. I think we was talking off air about it, and I think you get an intermediary involved. You get a nigga like Jay Prince come to sit I mean, y'all both be, down. To do what? I don't want to be friends to with To talk you. to you. To, to, we to don't got to. To say stop the shit. Stop it. I don't need nobody to tell me to stop. You should just walk away. Because it's no, it's no win for me. We not about to be friends. Like I, I wasn't your friend before this. I don't want to be your friend afterwards. We don't need an intermediary. Kodak just a young nigga that, that's, that's spouting off at the mouth. And sometimes you just need Well, a, this was T.I. fault, though. How did... Explain to me that, that line of thinking, how you feel like it was T.I. fault. Uh, I did not like what Kodak said. I had a problem with it. Yeah. Um, Kodak said it publicly. However... Being that that's a young nigga out here, you chastise him publicly. What you expect him to do? Okay. Like you just you hold me in front of the whole class, and now you want me to write you a note and respond? No, I'm a now I feel embarrassed. Yeah. Now I gotta puff my chest out. Because, okay. No, I, I feel you on that. You know what I'm on saying? that regard. Now his, I'm not saying that it was his fault. Like how this shit happened. Now would I have said something to him? Possibly if I was on that platform. What I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But you just better call it. You got to fix this shit. You better fix it expeditiously. Was that a threat? Like, if I don't, then what? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, you probably take it like, what this old nigga going to do? Yeah, because if he go back and apologize, now I look like nigga T.I. got on the internet, told your ass to apologize. You. And hold you again. Apologize. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So he put this in motion. That pride is a motherfucker, it man. It is. It's the downfall of men. And I think It's the downfall of men. I don't know, man. T.I. has been moving funny, and I haven't been a fan of a lot of shit that he... I don't have... No, T.I. ain't put out no music I didn't gave a fuck about in years. 
just the music. Just, he just been moving funny, and I ain't really just been a fan of it. All. I don't like general. this Cliff Huxtable T.I. That shit that they show on the family hustle, like, I'm not into that shit. I'm cool with the family shit. I'm just not cool with it. It seemed like every time you have a, anything happen, you want to be the first one to speak about it publicly. Like, fame is a, a fleeting thing. You know what I'm saying? And once you get to the twilight of your career, like, you want that you want that light. And, like, it's, it, it, to me. To me, he's trying to be the, the rev run of the trap. Like, just... You want to you be can't re- you can't always replicate the same level of success. You you're, not, you're not you being sh- revered with music right now, so you want to be revered by the same people for social justice. Run's house was lightning in a bottle. You know what I'm saying? Like perfect timing. You know we wasn't expecting it, and like it was just a mesh of really great personalities. Ti is not going to get that from him and them kids. Like I watched. Well, I used to watch. The Family Hustle a couple years ago. It's, it's been on for a long time. Yeah. And it was a cool show. You know what I'm saying? I seen it's a clip that's circulating right now by his youngest son. Uh, want to be homeschooled. Yeah. He was like, he want to stop school because he want to be out there and get money, whatever. And, you know, his wife was tiny, was trying, trying to call him. Like, nigga, no, stop calling him. Let him walk. Like, I like that. Those are good things to see. But, like, do that shit with you and your family. But you don't got to be the spokesperson for everything out and jumping on tv i mean like you're just doing too much fam and now you didn't got yourself into a situation that you seemingly seemingly can't get out of i don't know if if ti taking the high road is gonna be enough at this point like i don't know if that's just gonna be enough to close the door and shit well a couple of days ago he said he was you know he was off social media for for a few months and that was before he dropped expeditiously and he ain't said nothing since. So maybe and that shit get handled behind. Yeah, you. I mean. And but he was like, I ain't little flip, nigga. <laughs> I mean, Kodak talking tough. Like, But you can't rap like that, fam. No. Like, well. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know that. if he got it in him. Yeah. But we didn't know what flip had in him until T.I. started smacking him around. Um. Someone, uh, I'm not mistaken. Someone challenged Ti's lack of involvement at some point. Mm. That definitely pride jumps in a little bit. Like nigga, where you at, Ti? Why aren't you still doing yet? And then like, fuck it, let me get out here. Hey, nigga, apologize. Nah, but I'm just saying, like, you know, what I'm, uh, a dog's supposed to bark at the moon. You know what I'm saying? Like Kodak doing what the fuck he's supposed to do. And I think at this point, Ti doing the fuck he's supposed to do. If you don't bark back, well, ain't no me- fight. Well, let me ask, in this particular situation, who's the moon and who's the dog? Because I would I would argue to say that musically, Kodak uh, is probably the, moon the moon and T.I. is the dog. And T.I., you the one came, even though Kodak did some fuck shit that I don't like and I don't respect, but you actually came howling at him. And now you can't win with young niggas. Though. You 44. He 20. Or 21 or some shit. Gotta kill him. Gotta kill him. And now he even tricked you off the street. That's the only way to take these young niggas out. You gotta kill him. So, I mean, at some point, you gotta be a little bit more wise. You gotta be a little wiser than that. Move a little differently. Yeah. All right, man. Throw in a tile tip. Facts. All right, man. We got a couple more topics, man, but... This at this point we got we got take we got to take the live off. Man. Yeah, man. We'll we'll incorpor- we'll figure out some way to incorporate. This y'all got to listen show. to the rest of the show tomorrow, man. Yeah. Thank y'all Holla. for checking in, man. I appreciate y'all.
Um, all right, check it out. So this was funny as fuck to me. What's that? Uh, oh, you know what? Let me see if I can play this shit. <laughs> oh shit! I found out somebody wrote y'all favorite song. <laughs> 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 Uh, what's the name of this song? City Girls. <laughs> Lil Yachty is y'all favorite city girl. Um, can I be honest? I've never listened to City Girls outside of shit that I see posted on Twitter. Or Instagram. Never heard the whole song before in my life. Real ass bitch, give a fuck about a nigga. Big Birkin bag, hold five, six figures. Stripes on my ass, so he call his pussy cigar. Fucking on a scamming ass, rich ass nigga. Same group of bitches, ain't no ass in the picture. Drop a couple of. Alright, that's. So little little Yachty, aka. All I can hear is his flow. That's. As soon as I hear the song now. Yeah. Now I, that's all I fucking hear and shit. Um, yes. I understand now, but ain't it funny, dog? Not niggas been doing this for years. But think about it. All the women's anthems damn near was written by men. Like we better at men bashing it. I don't know. We I don't know. <laughs> but I mean remember Why would you write this song? That needed a hit. Like did you walk in like write them or is this some shit you just had in the bag? <laughs> like <laughs> I hope they <laughs> I hope you walked to the studio and was like, look, they got writer's block. We're gonna let this bitch play for a second, see see what you can come up with. Dog, this shit sounds this is so you little, little yachty. It dog. sounds exactly like him. But like, remember back Do in any the any other female rappers rap themselves? Um Lauren Hill. Rhapsody. Nigga, Lauren Hill? <laughs> that was twenty three years ago. Rhapsody, she's nice. Yes. I hope Meg the Stallion read her own shit. I've never heard a song. She's popping apparently though. I I, I literally big see, old freak. I see her big old on my, freak. I see her on my timeline. Um, a video of her or a conversation about people hating her, men hating her. Like I see like think pieces around. I've never heard a song yet, but like she's it now apparently. I like Meg the Stallion. Uh, like at what point? Because it's gonna come. At what point is it gonna be Meg the Stallion versus Cardi B? Because someone's going to create the the narrative. I hope it never comes. Like just like why? When it's female rappers, why do we have to pit them against one another? Like we let let just let this them just be great in their own their own lanes. We just got finished pitting Ti and, and but I'm but I'm just saying like norm like Ti Jeezy, listen, Gucci, listen. Kodak. They can all coexist equally without intercrossing one another. Fam, in the history of rap music. It's always been two niggas against each other. It's always been that way. I get it. It seems like all the women are get put are are pinned they're each always, other. They're always they're pinned not. against each other as soon as they come out. But they're not. It's only a certain type that's pinned to each other. Because who you ever heard Rhapsody get pinned against? Uh, well, whoever have you ever heard Jean Grey or like all the the, the actual spitters? Oh, nobody. Because yeah. they don't want that smoke with them. But it's a certain. It's a certain. The Lil Kims, the Foxies, Nicki Minaj. The sex kitten. Yeah. They, they refer to it as the sex kitten in rap. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 50 Cent broke that down to us. But, like, they, the, the, the young lady who's rapper and they, they make you sexy. 
you know what I'm saying, and make your tits ass boom, boom, boom. Like, that's what we going to package you as. And if there is another package just like this one, oh, then now they got to compete. Because it's never two different people from two totally different lanes. It's never the conscious the conscious rapper or never the, Bahamadia the, versus Nicki Minaj. Never. It's not um Dreezy versus Rhapsody. It's yeah. not Dreezy versus um insert female rapper here. It's only a certain archetype or trope of of, of rapper and they always put them against it. I mean, Little Kim, Foxy Brown, Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, like all them is like They the same. They're they the, the same, same cookie cutter. Now, clearly there's nuance there, right? But yeah. it's a, it's the same. You swap them out. They yeah. Queen Pen, you know what I'm saying? Oh wow, that's a name I ain't heard in a long yeah. time. You ain't never heard the brat go against none of them. It never been who's the best, the brat or Foxy Brown. Because the brat was coexisting with MC Light and Queen Latifah and like it was women rapping at the same time. Yeah. The Lady of Rage was never who better, Lady of Rage or Queen Latifah. Like it wasn't never that. They was rapping at the same time. They coexisted Early in 90s, their own it was separate popping, lanes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was never. You and ITY was here. Afro Puffs was here. Nigga, I rock rough and stuff with my Afro Puffs over yeah. here. Uh, it wasn't never Missy Elliott versus. No subliminals. They just. It's only a particular type. Okay. And, you know, every few years, we, air quotations, we want a different type of ass and titty rapper. <laughs> And I, I don't want to diminish their... Yeah, no, no. But I that's the lane that they driving in. Yeah. Now, they more than that. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure everybody got their own struggles, their music, and everything like that. But, like, on the marketing side, and we want a different type of ass and titty rapper. Because it was Nicki Minaj. And then we was like, nah, we don't really want that no she more. She had a good run. We want Cardi. And now Cardi is making way... When Meg the Stallion is gonna be moving her way on up, you know what I'm saying? I just feel that she gonna be moving her way up when she get a record that's like a she, record. She got the big old freak is gonna be big. It's not. It's not gonna do. Hey, my nigga, I sat on here on this podcast almost two years ago and told you Bodak Yellow was gonna be huge. Do you think that that's gonna be a Bodak Yellow type song? Yes or no? Hold don't on, give me, don't no, give me no, 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 because it's more to it than that. Okay, it has. Do it has the possibility to grow legs. What it needs, though, what it needs, like it's doing good on its own. But in order for it to extend the flame to it, big old freak gonna need like a big ass remix. Like you're gonna have to throw some names. Bodak Yellow didn't need a remix. Okay, well, this, this, we're talking two different songs. You brought Bodak Yellow up. I didn't bring well, that. Well, Bodak up. Yellow was a hit. So but I'm just saying, big, I'm saying, I'm saying is, in my opinion, as as the urban A and R that I am, in my opinion, I think the fuck. <laughs> I think in order for Big Old Freak to continue to That's grow, not the record, fam. It can be. It's not the it record. It's not the record. It's a record that's gonna get people interested to hear the record. That's not the record that's taking her to be a superstar. It can be. It can be. Fuck. She just need. She gonna need a huge remix. That's all. No, that's not the record. Fam. Get Gucci on a remix. Then what? All the white people gonna love this song because Gucci's on it. No, man, like it, it, it'll continue. Yeah, let's, it'll, let's be real. When a person makes it, the hood, nigga, the Gucci rap- is not the nigga that's helping you cross over. 
So why are you asking for a Gucci remix to but make I, her have the record? No, but I'm to continue to have it bubbling in the streets. Like that's gonna be the streets ain't her issue. I said that she's gonna be the thing once she get the record. Cardi B had a bunch of records before Bodak Yellow. You're right. She had a whole mix. Bubbling and had a whole mixtape before. But like shit that was like, all right, we fuck with this. Cool, cool, cool. But when the record, the smash record comes, that's going to boom, boom, boom. But like this. But we didn't know Bodak Yellow was a smash in the beginning. Like it it took some time for it to, to heat up. No, when you heard that shit, you instantly, oh, this shit fire. Nigga, I sit here and told you that same shit. And you shot me down. What the fuck are you talking about? No. Jason. I remember. I know exactly what you're talking Jason. about. Jason. You you framed it as as I said that she was going to be weak or it wasn't going to work or some shit. And that's not necessarily how it was. I'm going to find an episode. And I'm a, and you can add that to shit that Dane was right about. So The anthology. So Big, so big Old Freak is the smash record that's going to be on number one on the charts that's going to take her to superstardom. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. Okay. Shit you was wrong about. Now, <laughs> it may not be in this incarnation. It may take a remix. It just might. Some songs need a remix in order to just get big. Flavor in Your Ear was a good song. That was 95, nigga. Just hear me out, Jay. Stop cutting me off. That was 93. Flavor in Your Ear was a good song. It took the remix to take it to another level. Nigga. Scenario was a good song. Nigga. It took the remix. It took the remix to take that shit to another level. What's the other level that Scenario went to? What did it like? The scenario remix to have Buster Rhymes was so much better, and it you liked it more. That don't mean it went. It, it you think there was a household name after that? <laughs> no, nigga. It's like one of the, one of the most revered crew cuts in hip hop. What are you talking about? Let me go ask uh, the lady down the hall if she knows what the scenario is, and she gonna tell you what. Rap a few bars for her. She gonna like what? All I'm just saying is, like, it may take a remix to take that shit. We love One More Chance. The One More Chance remix took the song to another level. That's all I'm saying. Follow the formula. All right, but what we were saying was once she get the record, the smash record, that's going to put her in the league where it's a legitimate conversation. And I feel like there was a remix for Bodak Yellow. Now, maybe it wasn't huge, but there was probably a remix for it. All right, but let's stay on Little time. bitch, you can't help me let's, let's, if you wanted to. Let's, let's stay on task, though. <laughs> because what you were saying, I was saying is like this record. These is, is red bottoms. These is bloody shoes. Okay, I see what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> I see what's going on here. <laughs> I see what's going on here, dog. <laughs> um, I think Meg got her, she got, a, she got a nice little following. She got her shit on social media. She got a hot record right now. She got a, uh, she got a hot record. She got a hit record. It's not a smash record. And that's... But this didn't set her up where, like, now people understand and are hopeful for what's going to come next. And then I think she's going to come with the record that's going to dominate radio and dominate the charts and shit like that. But it's not this one. We'll see. Yeah. Talk to me at the end of the summer. Okay. Shit you was wrong about. Talk to me at the end of the summer. Holler at me when them kids going back to school. Uh, Speaking of school. Oh, man. You 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 hit, hit me to a little situation that was going on at um at Howard. Yeah, some motherfuckers disrespecting these HBCUs. There's uh a back and forth going on with Howard University and the residents of the university 
and the residents surrounding the university. The yard of Howard where people, you know, from the school tend to congregate, relax throughout school, that the residents close by are now kind of using the yard at Howard as like a dog walk, uh, like like as a cross between to get where they need to go to they're they're just kind of walking through the yard and it's, and it's losing some of that you know anonymity some of that prestige that this is this is howard university you know what I'm, let me ask you a question um because now i have a better understanding um on the black campus on the black university they don't want white people walking through the park is that what you're saying uh, just has some reverence for it. I mean, this ain't no fucking dog park. This is Howard University, but it's outside, right? It is in a is it a residential Jay, neighborhood? You're not you're not gonna do this. Not to Howard. Not to Howard. Not to HU. I want to I want to make sure I understand the issue. So this is a residential area. There are dog parks in the area. If you want to take somewhere for your dog to run around and shit in the grass, do it somewhere else. So not Howard. Go, so in the morning. When you leave out and walk your dog, you want me to drive my dog to a dog park to walk my dog? Go walk that four-legged fuck shit to a dog park. Don't disrespect the sacred ground of H-U with your dog shit. Yeah, I'm not on this bandwagon, fam. Jay. I'm not on this bandwagon. Don't, don't be one of them gentrified motherfuckers. What's, what, you, what, what you mean by that? That before... Gentrification these- doesn't, cu- doesn't determine... It's not... Attached to that, a skin that, that before Howard or the surrounding area of D.C. was gentrified, we didn't have this problem. Because dogs, people, niggas, that have dogs. You you mean to tell me there ain't nobody black with a fucking dog at Howard? Fuck out of here, Jay. You don't think no one has Jay, a dog who's Jason, black? Jason, you understand what I'm saying? I understand that these kids don't want the white people walking through the park with their dogs. Don't want them walking through the yard, not just the park. This is the the this is the yard of Howard University. I get it. No, you can't. So if they was black, would it be an issue? Yeah, it would still be an issue. Don't let your fucking pit bull walk through the yard and shit on the grass. Have some reverence. So the issue is they they pooping on the grass and now picking it up. Like, what's the issue? I want to know what the actual. This is issue not is. a dog park. You understand? This is how this is the yard of Howard University. This is a black think tank. Jay, just take it to the video, man. Just take it to the video, cause you're not you you you're not hearing me, and I, I hate when you get like this, cause then then like it's no talking to you. I don't. I'm trying to figure out what the issue is, though. <laughs> I don't know what the, what the actual. First of all, the issue right there is this motherfucker. Now I don't like this quote. He says, "If how <laughs> um." White guy said they lay they lay with this shit as white guy. Watch white guy say Howard needs to move their whole campus if they don't like his dog pooping on campus yard. See that's all right. So now that gives me a little bit more context because if it's just because the dog is like you can't poop on my fucking yard right now on the public street. Like get that shit to fuck up or we're gonna have a problem. You can and, and if no and if, you can't you can get and a, if I don't then what then what call the police nigga. I will. Call the police. Or I will just whoop your fucking ass and get that shit off my lawn. You're not gonna whoop my ass. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, so with this being the the joint, all right, cool. He like, well, if that my dog can't shit on the grass and y'all move to campus, uh that's you overreacting. Now that I understand what the issue is, and not just hey, it's white people walking through the yard with their dog, 
that's it is what it is, fam. This is a free country. You know what I'm saying? Like if they want to walk through there with their dog, they can. Now, if you want to be an ass and say the the whole fucking campus got to move because you don't want to pick the shit up, oh, that's some other shit, and you're an asshole. And you can get the fuck out of here. Just let the video play. Uh, this not gonna come through the. No. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I got the I got the gist of it. You know, I got the gist of it. I, I feel it. like you're downplaying it. I mean, I I think your explanation of it was trash. Like you just said. The white people are gentrifying. I didn't know. Like, what does that mean? Like, the whites are taking over. Let H, let HBCUs remain HBCUs. That nigga don't go to college. That nigga old as fuck. That <laughs> nigga ain't in college. <laughs> then stay off. Of, then stay off of the motherfucking campus if you don't go to the college. I definitely know that. Um, Have you ever been to Howard? No. It's right in the middle of D.C. Smack dab in the fucking middle. So which happened first, D.C. or Howard? I don't. I don't like what you're trying to do right I'm now. I'm just saying. Like I'm just saying. If you put like a, what you're to if do. you put a fucking university in the middle of a fucking city, like don't tell the niggas that they can't walk around the city. I don't like what you're trying to do. But you're not gonna walk around this bitch and let your dog poop. Like if your dog take a shit, put that shit in the bag and keep. The it's shit bigger moving. than poop, Jay Johnson. What is it? Leave Howard alone. Are are no other college ex- has dogs that walk through the park? Like I don't get it. I mean, this is posted by Black Sports Online, and you know I'm I'm black. I'm all black. Are you really? But Are I'm, you really? I'm just not going to agree with dumb shit. But I, this, he's wrong in this situation. He said, "Move to campus if you don't like my dog shitting." No, nigga, that's a bad take. Move your your whole ass dog and pick up their self. Or how about we can just shoot the dogs if we see them on campus? Let's. All right. Well, that's you, logic you, coming in right you, there. You stumble you. on the Howard with that dumb shit. We popping that dog. Yeah, man. Whatever, dog. Uh, that shit is wild. <laughs> um, is his face is fucking wild. <laughs> Look at that motherfucker. But since we, since we on HBCUs, all right, man. Let's talk about Spelman then. No, no, this is not about Spelman. It's about the house, Morehouse. Okay, but let's talk about Spelman. What happened to Spelman? Um, that's all male school, correct? No, we. Morehouse is the all male learning institution. So what's the reverse way? So Spelman is now letting transgender women. Morehouse is letting transgender men. Oh, I got a reverse. Yes, yeah, so talk about Morehouse. <laughs> okay. Um, and Morehouse is near and dear to my heart because I I'll tell a quick story time with Dane. If you listen to this show, you've established a track record that I was a fuck up in high school. Uh, every one of my friends that comes up here that we interview, they pretty much. Let me ask you, stamp it. Are you putting a, a, quali- a qualifier like only in high school? <laughs> I mean, you know, I make quali- I make questionable decisions every day in life. Oh. Children and fools, just you know, depending on how the Lord is feeling that day. But uh, my father is an esteemed alumni of Morehouse College. My uncle. My grandfather, another <laughs> uncle of mine. Your aunt? N- never. <laughs> my mother went to my mother. <laughs> my mother went to Clark Atlanta where she met my father. <laughs> but Morehouse is now letting letting in transgender men, and I think that goes against everything, all the principles of Morehouse and being a Morehouse man. 
Well, gender is on a spectrum now, and uh, <laughs> no, nah, man, they they put gender on the spectrum when it's convenient. So, um, uh, anybody who identifies as a man during their enrollment can now enroll at uh, Morehouse because you can pick your gender, even on gender based requirements. You can pick your gender, like all male school. You can be like, you don't have to do any kind of surgery, and you only have to identify while you're enrolled, and if you let's say you a man and you identify as a woman you gotta leave the school <laughs> when is this shit gonna stop dog? you gotta leave the school and then how far are we gonna see this trickle down so like there's all male high schools in the city of Detroit are we gonna see a young lady I identify as a man I wanna be able to go here but listen, there's all female high schools in Detroit we gonna see a young man say I identify as a woman I should be able to go here well, I think that I want to identify as a college student, and I want to identify as a woman. I want to go to Spelman, and I'm going I'm to I'm hang out with the Deltas and shit. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? I'm joining. We can ski-wee and all that shit up. To- <laughs> <laughs> Put me in all the pledges. Put me in all the little all the shit y'all be doing to get into your little secret. I want to be down. Yes. Put my little mini, my pinky finger in the air or nine. Nah, man. At some point, inclusion got to stop. Like, because now we're starting to gray, gray the lines too much. <laughs> like, at, at, at a certain point, somebody got to put their foot down and be like, no, motherfucker, you can't come here. You don't belong. You don't look like Can us. Can you do it in prison yet? What? Say I identify as a woman and not have to go Cause you know to fucking on, Ionia? Because it's only one women's prison in Michigan. Uh, I know that prison very well. Uh, and if I did some dumb shit and I end up in prison, I want to go there. You still get your, you fuck around, still get stabbed. Why would they stab me? I mean, because you're in prison. That's just how the culture works. I'm going to be in the, in the, in the top top one percent of strongest motherfuckers <laughs> in there. I bet I bet any amount of money would be in the top five percent. Ain't nobody eating your cornbread no, off nigga. Beck Road. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to eat my motherfucking cornbread. I, this probably predates you working there, but you know the company we used to work for yeah. had an office there. I used to visit my ex-wife when she worked out of that office. And a lot of times they would throw it on lockdown because you would hear the sirens and you would see a young lady in an orange jumpsuit running through the parking lot because they had escaped. I thought it was on Ypsilanti or some shit. Nah, right in Plymouth. Hmm. Right off of Beck Road. Hmm. But if I did some dumb shit, I, I want to identify as a woman. I want to go there. I mean, at least I can enjoy some of my you're, time. Because <laughs> you're a coward? You're a coward? Nigga, you want to go see men for the rest of your life? Or? No, I don't. I want to have... The type of sex I enjoy having right now <laughs> for the rest of my life. Shit. I, I go, like, listen, Tuesday and Thursdays, Shell Block C, come on <laughs> through here. <laughs> Wednesday and Fridays, you know, Shell Block D. Nah, I don't, I just don't, I don't like this whole, inc- that everybody has to be included. Nobody can be left out. We can't single out one race, one gender, one identity. Like, I don't like that shit. When are the courts going to recognize that in when it comes to child support? Because the man gets the wrong I identify as the mother. I did. Because <laughs> literally, I identify as the mom. So now what? Who gets 50-50? I don't know, man. Oh, we got to base this shit on merit now? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like, oh, we got to base this shit on merit. Like, I don't, I don't like none of this shit, man. Because if if that's the case, I think Nas will try to identify as a woman so oh, he man. can uh, stop paying eight thousand dollars a month to his ex wife Khalees and still try to steal your motherfucking baby and take him to Colombia and shit. Khalees is crazy as fuck. This bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It's cuckoo for motherfucking cocoa puffs. So she um is uh facing twenty counts of contempt of court because she refuses to abide by the court order for custody for their child, their son Knight. Uh, one of the things is that uh he was supposed to have his child on New Year's, and she stayed out of the country until like January the fourteenth, with no way for him to get in contact uh, with his son. And she was actually trying to move to Colombia without his permission and take the son with him. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like we have a, we, he's been, she's been vocal about it. Right when they, right when he made a billion dollars or some shit with the Amazon joint. And right when um they had some custody hearings, she come out talking about, oh yeah, he used to beat me up and abuse me and shit. And then he finally broke his silence. Like, no, nah, nigga, I'm going through this shit. Cause this bitch crazy. Yeah. And clearly she is in the courts. You got 20 counts. She facing jail time. Good. Because. Send a bitch to jail and give me my baby. $8,000 a month is a lot, ain't it? Yeah, I think you can take care of a kid very well off of much less. How much money is that a year? It's like almost a hundred grand a year. Let's see. Oh. Um, I went to. About 96000 8,000 times 12, 96,000. Good job. Uh, $100,000 is a lot of money for a child. For one. Yeah. Especially when you like. Where's their main residence? Out of New York? Atlanta, I believe. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Who knows where the court, the child support here and stuff is at. But like, I mean, you got a, she got cooking shit. She do. She got music. Yeah, it's not like the bitch broke. She's married again. Like y'all, you know what I'm saying? Like. Does she have another child as well? I think so. Remember when she was getting like $252,000 a month? I do. From Nas? $252,000. Say say that amount again. (laughs) $252,000. Woo. (laughs) Boy. First of all, shout out to Nas for having it. Facts. And this was about 10 years ago. Yeah. Like, shout out for, for Niles for not having. That nigga tried to stay. He stayed low. You know what I'm saying? But Fuck yeah, you got to stay low. He stayed low, but they was like, wait a minute. How much is that a year? He can afford that? Like, yeah, nigga. Uh, he also, made some smart investments along the way. Shout out to Nas. Uh, today is the 25th anniversary of Illmatic. Yeah. Uh, today specifically. Classic album. Uh, arguably one of the greatest albums of all time. Well, Arguably, they say it is the greatest album of all time. It's not my greatest album of all time, but it's one of the greatest debuts in hip hop history. Yeah, um, but oh, at what point do this shit is ridiculous? Yeah, I don't know if I told y'all this on a podcast or not. Possibly, I don't believe that child support um, and or spousal support should ever go over the average median income for the state that you live in. Uh, because clearly if your entire state can live off this, a, a child or one individual person can live off that. But they look at it as the child should have the same rights and privileges as the father. 
I don't have the same rights and privileges as my father. I mean, but you're you're making a different way for yourself in life. Okay, well, make a different way for yourself in life. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand how one thing correlates to the other. I mean, I get what you're saying. To me, it makes perfect sense. Like, I don't think a ch- you don't need eight thousand like, dollars a month to raise a child. A child does not have the same wants, needs, desires, and this ain't no asthma. like infant. Like the little nigga got some age to him, so right. like he in school. But like in general, though, so if the average, the median income in the state of Michigan is like seventy thousand dollars, it's like sixty four or some shit like that. Um, like how could you not survive? How could sixty four thousand not be oh, enough money to raise my half of a child? Because that's only half, so that means the other half should be coming from you, because we are both equally responsible. That man, they let broke bum bitches. But like, so run this shit whatever all the this, time. whatever your state is, because every there's different cost of living in different places. So I can't just can't say sixty thousand dollars across the board because sixty thousand in L.A. not gonna get you as far. Or whatever, or whatever city you live in, whatever county you live in, the mean household income in that county or whatever y'all filed at. Like, I don't see why it should go over more than that. If we just talk about the care of a child, my portion in the care of a child. Because me having money doesn't absolve you from your responsibility of taking care of a child. Like you, the other half is supposed to be you. And in the the court of common sense, I agree with you a hundred thousand percent. But unfortunately, the courts don't work that way. Which is funny to me because I thought this was a male, white male dominated society. Like, why? Well, who would put those rules in 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 on the books? Well, hope the, maybe they're thinking that white males aren't going through this type of shit with their families with, with divorce and, and child Bezos. support. The biggest divorce ever. Amen. And Paul McCartney, the second one. If like, no, they do that shit often. They they do this shit more. First off, they get married more than us, so they get divorced more than us. Yeah. So like, I thought the whole white male patriarchy and you know. No, it don't make no sense to me, man. It don't make no sense to me. Uh, I'm, you know, I always say it's cheaper to kill her. Uh, Yeah, I don't agree with that at all. Uh, I don't, (laughs) I don't agree with violence. Now, it is cheaper to pay somebody to put a a brick of cocaine in the back of their truck and call the police and say she's swerving on the freeway and check her out, and then they get pulled over, and now you got something on your record. Now I'm gonna get full custody of the kid. I'm not gonna kill you though. If I had to pay my ex-wife $252,000 million, $252, a month, the thought of murder is definitely going to cross my mind. And that's dang going wild. Yeah, that's not the thoughts and opinions of a Shop Talk podcast, and it's not the thoughts and opinions. Nigga, $8,000 a month going to have me sitting outside the bitch house. I, like, I'm not, I'm not with the shit. I'm not with that shit. I mean, eight grand. I love my babies, but it does not take, like, I could take care of all of them very fucking well for eight grand a month. Facts. They're going to eat good as fuck. They're going to be fresh as hell for eight grand a month. They're not going to want for shit. You're going to have leftovers after the first month. Nigga, what? (laughs) Do you remember, like, when we first met or first, like, connected, I didn't eat leftovers? Yeah, that shit was wild to me. I refuse to eat leftovers. 
Nah, nah, I cannot. Your wife need that two fifty. Your ex wife need that two fifty <laughs> Fucking making new meals every fucking night. You know, fuck all that shit. They eat the spaghetti, nigga. I don't want no day old spaghetti. Yeah, you missing out. Macaroni and cheese, nigga, tastes fire the next day. That shit is fire. Spaghetti, macaroni and cheese. There's still some shit I just don't chili. eat. Chili. There's still some shit I just don't eat leftover. Like that shit, cause the, I guess because the sauces and shit got a chance to like sit and soak into the man. That shit be fire, dog. I almost prefer spaghetti the next day. I never know. Spaghetti don't make it in my house that long. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, you, got a you know, sometimes I some shit I just never find out about. Yeah. So. All right, man. You got a music pick this week, man. I do have a music pick this I week. I kind of think I know who you're going to pick. Uh, it's, it's my future ex-wife. Oh. Cash doll. She dropped that mini movie to the song Hustlers. Yeah. Uh, that shit cold, dog. The song is dope to me. And the video itself, like the whole concept, all that shit. Mini movie. Yeah, it's, that shit That shit was well executed. Man, this shit was fired. Dog. Yeah. I can't wait. It said to be continued. I can't wait to see what the second part going to look like. Um, I think she got a lane right now. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with her lane. Um. She been doing kind of like storytelling. Yeah. And that's not, don't nobody really do that. Not it's, female rappers, at least. Yeah. And, um. And she's gotten progressively better as an MC. Facts. Yeah. And, uh, she, her enunciation is good. <laughs> Cause it, it used to always be that way. Yeah. She used, uh, this not a, this not a knock. No, no. But I mean, sometimes fan. it just she takes, to, she used to talk like she got new teeth and didn't know how to like work them yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But she super duper dope, and um, I would love to sit down with her one day. I would too. I would but I don't want you in the room. Who said you was gonna be there? <laughs> I just want me cash dolls, some cushions, some honey, and some nineties R and B music playing. Not knowing you, you not gonna say a fucking word to her. <laughs> <and shit. laughs> turn, turn into a motherfucking mute. Yeah, man. But I did want to. Um, who did you think my music pick was gonna be? Um, I thought it was gonna be No Little Ninja because he. Uh, oh, dropped, oranges. Uh, nope. Uh, Sporty. He oh, that he the, dropped the video for. He just dropped the new album, uh, Sporty. Um, but he did drop the single for Oranges. Uh, just hit this week, and we know somebody that made a cameo in the video. I didn't. I didn't peep the video. Okay. But Sporty, twenty-one tracks. Uh, collabs with Chuck English, Boog Brown, who was just in here with a name tag. That's uh, what's up. Slum Village two, uh, T three, a bunch of people on this project. So shout out to the homie, uh, Nolan the Ninja. Maybe we can get Nolan to fall back through here. Oh uh, man, I'm so mad that fucking audio fucked up in that episode, dog. We saved it though. We saved it. Yeah. Somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhat. That's back in, that was back in our infancy. Yeah. But uh, shout out to Nolan. Uh, Orange is featuring Jay Prime, huh? Yeah, but uh, Cheyenne's son is in Orange's the video. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so shout out. Which one? Uh, Cinco? No, no, no. Shout out to young AJ oh, that's making saying. his video debut. Uh but yeah, I fucks with I fucks with uh Cash Doll. I'm a, we're both huge fans of Nolan. And shout out to DJ Soko. They Sada Baby came out earlier. I want to say earlier in the month and said niggas wouldn't rock like he didn't have Eminem in his top five. So uh, top five what rappers? How old is how old is uh Sada? Mid twenties. I don't I don't see a problem with that. Well, he's like in Detroit. He's not like. Niggas don't talk about him in the top five. So 
Vibe did an article and they reached out to several different people around the city. They reached out to my man, DJ Soko, who kind of gave his insight and opinion on it. Marv won, uh, seven, the general, just talking about, you know, artists around the city and that Detroit honestly has two, two different leagues It's the lyrical and it's the street. Thanks. And you know, they, we both are basically talking about the same shit, just different backdrops. And, you know, just the... Eminem didn't rap about the streets. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But, I mean, M is more on the lyrical side of when we talk about, like, Detroit artists and just the just some of the differences there. It's a good article, though. Mm. I mean, my, me, personally, I think Elzai raps better than Eminem. Like, I don't think... That I think Royce Nine raps better than Eminem. Facts. And that's not a knock to to M. It's more of a big up to El, Elzai because he got one of the best pens like I've ever heard. You know what I'm saying? And no, for sure. Like just in general. And he's a lyrical nigga, but he still raps on some street shit too. You know what I'm saying? Like Bowley James is a street nigga, but he's hella lyrical. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Which is why I enjoy him so much because I like the the gritty content. I like the shit that look like shit I grew up with and where people I've seen and and stories I'm familiar with, but also can be lyrical with that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, I like the street music too, but like sometimes I won't, it'd be real basic. Well, not even that because now everybody got like that little Migos flow. So now they rapping in a, in a, in a, in a cadence, you know, sometimes the cadence can get, you know, redundant, but like they rapping different cadence and different melodies because today's music is real melodic. So, but I think you need those parallels and rap. Facts. For every Guilty Simpson, I need a payroll. Facts. You know what I'm saying? For- and it's kind of interesting, though, because since the music is so melodic, it make rappers rap to a different type of melody. I mean, probably the same, but different type of melody, so which takes skill for you to write uh, an entire verse using the same, the same melody. Or and who's to say a nigga like Peasy isn't as talented as, say, like... Uh, a seven to general you know what i'm saying like they just in different yeah two different lanes when it comes to rapping so i mean i enjoyed the article and like i said shout out to my nigga dj soko but my man from from day one mm. uh i didn't i didn't prepare who man's is this this week uh, i think i gave you the alley-oop for the who man's is this i, I missed it ancestry.com oh yeah um <laughs> for their slave commercial these motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> for that slave commercial that so, they put So like out. if y'all been listening for a while, you know I'm not with that ancestry shit. That I'm not with ancestry.com, I'm not with africanancestry.com, I'm not with none of that shit. You're not taking no free sample of my DNA. Um I don't believe it. I don't believe in that shit. It's not it's not even what I believe in. Um it's just like if we want to deal with math, like that shit isn't it's it's not what you think it is. I'll just say that it's not what Fair you think enough. it is, yeah. and by and it's like a they can give you like a zero point one percent of information. Like you can, they can give you information about a person that was inside of your family and where they came from, but you, if you just go back twenty gen- generations, are made up of literally one million people. You know what I'm saying? So like, what what is this? You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's, it's a very small sample size yeah. they're giving, and it's only a sample that's measured against people who are alive right now. And it's not like if you would 400 years ago, if you would have had some DNA from somebody in South Africa and then you want to compare my DNA, like, oh, you belong to 
the person that was here 400 years ago. No, you compare me to people blood who are still alive, which is why with the African African ancestry.com, it's a website where you go to your percentages change based on every time they get more information, your numbers and your percentage and shit change. Like this, not an exact science. And this is, this is this not for me. I'm just not with giving the nigga a DNA sample. Facts. But on this commercial, however, which I, I, I saw and I thought was a joke when I was sitting on my timeline, I didn't know that that was real. Um, so it's a a slave. Well, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that because that's not a such thing. Uh, there's a black woman um, and there's a white man. And they embrace like, hey, let's run away together. Go to the north. Let's go to the north where it's safe. And then they leave and then stop like, this is where the story stops. And then a little clicking or whatever. And like, you go online and go find out where Hattie May <laughs> just <laughs> went Hattie to. Hattie May? It's the 1800s, nigga. That's, that was, that's like Tiffany. Her name was Abigail. Oh. H- Hattie May, Tiffany, same difference. Different two to 20 years. Uh, like, so first off, don't paint the narrative that the way that we got over here was because you was in love with this white guy. No fam. That's not what happened. <laughs> that, that, Hattie Mae did not go around. Didn't, didn't leave with John Adams and uh, end up in uh, Detroit. <laughs> Hattie Mae and John Adams. <laughs> like, no man, fuck all that shit. Fuck ancestry.com. Fuck African ancestry. Well, I won't say fuck after African ancestry.com. Cause those are black people. And they say they don't share the information. I don't believe you, but, I won't say fuck them because y'all black and I like black people. Uh, I'm not trusting them though. And fuck all them other ancestry.coms as always end up being linked right back to George Soros. Um, I don't trust it. Do not send your DNA off to some random people. Again, do not prick your DNA, put that shit in the package and send that shit off to who knows fucking where. You niggas won't even open up your goddamn Twitter account because you <laughs> <laughs> you got a private Twitter account with a public DNA. No, man, that's not how it worked, fam. Um, who mans is this to Ancestry.com and that weak ass fucking video? Fuck on. All right, I'm good with that. All right, man. It's time for the benediction. Hey, man, this damn going wild on everything that matters. Twitter, the gram. Uh, <laughs> t- tell your mama to at me tell your cute cousins to at me too uh just get out of niggas you know you resp- you reach out i respond back i'm a real person so holla uh jay johnson 313 on everything that matters follow shop talk podcast follow shop talk podcast studios because when you see the blue and the black you know, know where you, where you at. at shop talk podcast studios going online and book some time um I'm not Book saying, a lot of time. Shit. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.